Welcome to Zaslow Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 3. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before. For day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jarn Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedanos, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Friday, the 15th of September. Good to have you aboard. We are a Believe podcast presented as always by Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. 
800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Title sponsor everything. Zaslow Show 2.0. Anna John Levine, accident attorneys. 800-747-FREE. 800-747-3733. So glad to have you aboard here today. So today's going to be, I, I mean, I was going to say today's going to be a little bit of a different show. It's, it's not going to be a different show, but for instance, you're listening right now. I don't know what happened last night with Thursday Night Football, Vikings and Eagles. I don't know what happened yesterday with Marlins and Brewers. Did the Marlins inch closer to a wild card spot? Did the Vikings start out 0-2? I don't know these things. Why don't I know these things? I'm in Dallas right now. That's right. I'm recording this in the past. You're listening in the future. I am away today. And so I wanted to make sure that I still pumped out a Friday show for you guys. So that's why I say we're going to do things a little different. We're really not going to do anything different. Today's show will be a little bit shorter than normal. But it's Friday. We're still doing big game or not a big game. You got to know the big games are being played this weekend. We're also doing big movie or not a big movie. I always update everybody on the big movies and the not big movies. And... Our pal Mark Zinno, ESPN Radio. I've done shows with him. He does weekends, does fill-ins just like I do. He gives out the best picks. Zinno's going to join us here on the show today. So we're still going to give you all the good plays for the weekend. So, like I said, I didn't want to just take today off. I want to make sure I get a show out to you guys. My great Zaslow Show 2.0 listeners. I want to make sure... I get a show out there for all my great sponsors, so we're still doing essentially a normal show, but it's just, we recorded this the day before. I recorded it yesterday, on Thursday. Today you're listening to this, it's Friday, you see it? That's podcast magic right there. So, that's what we got going on, and like I told you on yesterday's show, we are seeing Pearl Jam tonight. That's why we're in Dallas. We're seeing Pearl Jam tonight. I am in Dallas right now with both my boys. It'll be my my son Corey's third show, my son Jordan's first show, which means it's my 26th show, which means that it's the first time the Zaslow boys have all seen a show together. I, I can't be more excited about it. I'm thinking it, I'm, I'm going to be a little bit emotional, I think. I mean, I started going to Pearl Jam shows, we're talking... I was 16, 1997, 26 years ago, the first time I ever saw Pearl Jam perform, and to think all these years later, I'm at that show at 16, I get goosebumps just talking about it, but to think that at 16 years old, I'm seeing Pearl Jam for the very first time, and you know what? You're going to see them one day, not only are they still going to be playing, but you're going to see them one day with both your sons. The Zaslow boys are all going to go together. So that's tonight as you guys are listening to this. And I, I, I'm, I'm so thrilled. It's going to be really great. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. The whole point is we're doing a regular show today. It'll be a little bit shorter than normal shows like I told you. But guys, I want to make sure we get the show out for you. So I think you understand the way it goes. All right. Before we continue on here, I want to make sure you guys know. Hey. Water cleanup of Florida. You know water cleanup of Florida is the only place I'm sending you. If you have any type of water mold, 
damage, fire damage to your home, to your business. My boys, the Greensteins, they have over 60 years combined experience at Water Cleanup of Florida. They're available for you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The team at Water Cleanup of Florida is prepared to handle any size property damage disaster. Whatever you got going on in your home, you see a leak, you got to take care of that right away. Don't let it linger. It could wind up being a big deal, all right? Water Cleanup of Florida, they're going to handle the project from start to finish. They know the impact, the stress that any unexpected disaster can cause. Call or text Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. You could also go to WCUFL.com. You could check out almost 100 five-star reviews on Google. Water Cleanup of Florida, licensed general contractor. They're providing that A to Z service, one-stop shopping all of us busy homeowners and business owners require. Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. Water Cleanup of Florida, we clean up your schmutz. So, we'll get to big game, not a big game, all right? But first, maybe you're saying, you know what, Zazlo? I, I really, I gotta spend some family time, all right? I, I gotta fit in some time with the kids this weekend. I got to fit in some time with the wife this weekend. Is it a big movie? Or is it not a big movie? Yes, big movie or not a big movie. I get you guys caught up every Friday on what to do out there as far as the movie. Sometimes TV shows are concerned. And here's what I got for you. The first movie I have, this one is called A Haunting in Venice. It is a PG... It's PG-13... It's a mystery slash thriller. It's got some strong violence. It's got some disturbing images. It's got some thematic elements. Think about how much movies have changed, though, right? This movie is PG-13, and it has some strong violence. That's not rated R anyway. Uh, We're so accustomed to it now. So, it is out in theaters today. It stars Kenneth Branagh, Tina Fey, Jamie Dorman, here's what it's about. A Haunting in Venice is set in eerie post-World War II Venice on All Hallows' Eve and is a terrifying mystery featuring the return of the celebrated sleuth Hercule Poirot, now retired and living in self-imposed exile in the world's most glamorous city, Poirot reluctantly attends a seance at a decaying, haunted palazzo. Well, I don't know what any of those words mean. When one of the guests is murdered, the detective is thrust into a sinister world of shadows and secrets. The Rotten Tomatoes... It's also directed by Kenneth Branagh, by the way. Rotten Tomatoes Media Score. Certified Fresh, 81%. No audience score yet. I think this movie sounds cool. It's not exactly a horror, but it's a mystery thriller kind of deal. Tina Fey's in it. It's not a comedy. I'm interested in that. So you know what? A Haunting in Venice? I'm going to go big movie. Big movie or not a big movie. This is called The Walking Dead, Daryl Dixon. The Walking Dead, we all know. It's available now on Prime. We all know The Walking Dead, longtime series. I can't believe there are still versions of The Walking Dead that are still going on. I I guess this one is centered 
Uh, I guess, I mean, it is. It's centered around Daryl Dixon. I I had to give up on The Walking Dead. I, I get, it was so good. And then after, like, season six, I'm like, I can't do this shit anymore. It's the same thing every single week. I can't believe this show is still going on. Anyway, it came out on AMC a few days ago. Walking Dead, Daryl Dixon, here's what it's about. Following his departure from the Commonwealth, Daryl Dixon washes ashore in France, raising the ire of a splintered but growing autocratic movement centered in Paris and endangering a young boy at the heart of a benevolent religious movement. Rotten Tomatoes, and of course it stars Norman Reedus. Rotten Tomatoes media score, 83%. Rotten Tomatoes audience score, 85%. Look, The Walking Dead, I... I just got tired of it. Not to say that it wasn't good, although not even close to what it was. I'm not surprised it's getting good scores. If you're still watching it as an audience member, you obviously still love it, so you're going to give it a high score. But for me, I'm so over The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead, Daryl Dixon, not a big movie. All right, let's keep it moving. This movie is called Welcome to Wrexham. Now, if you don't know, now, Welcome to Wrexham's a show. It's on Hulu. You can get it on Prime TV. I think season one's also on Apple TV. It's new episodes premiere on FX. The new season started a couple of weeks ago. It stars Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney. It's a documentary. Here's what it's about. In Welcome to Wrexham, Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds learn to run the third oldest professional football club in the world. In 2020... Rob and Ryan team up to purchase the fifth-tier Red Dragons in the hope of turning Wrexham AFC into an underdog story the world can root for. But the concern is that neither have any experience in football or working with each other. From Hollywood to Wales, from the pitch to the locker room, and the front office to the pub, the docuseries will track Rob and Ryan's crash course in football club ownership and the inextricably connected fates of a team and a town counting on two actors to bring some serious hope and change to a community that can use it. Rotten Tomatoes media score, 92%. Rotten Tomatoes audience score, 99%. I'm almost done with season one. I've been watching it here and there. Welcome to Wrexham is so great. I can't wait to watch season two because I know how... I know how their last season in reality, 2022, I know how it ended. And that's going to be covered in season two. They, like, they're doing it. They've helped the club. They've helped Wrexham FC get to the next tier. I think they've gained two tiers. I think they're in the third tier, which is in the main part of the pyramid. Uh, It's such a cool story. I love this show. Welcome to Wrexham. That's a big movie. I can't wait to watch season two. I got to finish season one first. All right. I got one more here for you. Big movie or not a big movie? This is called Jawan. It's an action thriller. It is out in theaters last week. I believe there are subtitles because it says the original language is Hindi. All right. Here's what it's about. An emotional journey of a man who is set to rectify the wrongs in the society. In an attempt to get even with his past. Driven by a personal vendetta. While keeping up a promise made years ago. A high-octane action thriller where he's up against a dreadful, monstrous outlaw. Who knows no fear 
and has caused extreme suffering to many. In the journey, he will cross paths with a high-minded, seasoned lady officer whose emotions might get the better of her as she gets involved in this battle. As his past catches up with him to overcome the challenges and restore the harmony in their world, he will need all the firepower and intelligence to do so. Rotten Tomatoes media score for Jawan, 92%. Rotten Tomatoes audience score, 88%. I'm going not a big movie, though, on Jawan. You know, if you're going to be an action thriller, you really got to hook me. And it didn't in the description. Plus, if you're going to have subtitles, you better sound amazing if I'm going to be reading the entire action movie. I don't have a problem with movies with subtitles. But if it's action, it's quick-paced... You better really hook me if I'm going to be reading subtitles. So I'm going Jawan, not a big movie. And that right there is another edition. A big movie or not a big movie. Yes. All guests on Zazlo Show 2.0 brought to us by the official beer of the program, Johnny Cuba. European roots of the Caribbean soul. I'm talking a refreshing German lager in a can. Pick up a six-pack of... Johnny Cuba, your local Sedanos, Presidente, Win Dixie, Fresco Imas. Make sure you always drink responsibly. We got a full weekend of games coming up. And don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra state, Tranquilo. Mark Zinno is our pal. He is joining us here. You hear him on the weekend, sometimes just like myself on ESPN Radio. Gives out the good gambling advice. How did week one of the NFL treat you? Did it go all right? Uh, it did go okay. Uh, the Cowboys were the best bet of the week, despite the fact that I am a Giants fan, and that was uh, a no-sweat cover. There's that. Still mad at the Commanders for not covering against the Cardinals. The Cardinals had no business be- being in that game. They didn't score an offensive touchdown. Uh, and the other swing and miss was Steelers. Dead wrong on that one. Complete wrong side. Uh, 49ers were a much better team than they were at least yesterday. Probably still are. But other than that, uh, we-, we were okay. You know, we finished 500 for the weekend. Do you have specific rules for gamblers? Like, do you think teager, teasers are a sucker bet? Uh, do, you, do you love, like, will you not do more than two-team parlays? Do you have certain rules? Yeah, I have guidelines. I don't have any hard, fast rules. Like, I know a lot of people with teasers, you feel like you have to only tease the certain, you know, between uh, moving to, through two key numbers of the, the key numbers of three and seven. You know, you want low totals because it's less variance. I mean, you know, there's... Look, the Steelers were a teaser option last week for me. I, that, that was the other thing that, that hurt me more than anything is that, you know, we, we went from two and a half to eight and a half, and uh, uh, they just got they got their doors blown off. So it was an automatic loss no matter what. But, um, yeah, I have guidelines, not necessarily rules. I don't think there's a bad move at times to take four and a half to ten and a half. You get through seven, you get through ten. I don't think that is – it just sort of depends on the team, the situation, and who they're playing. A lot of other factors go in. All right, so let's let's do some college games here. Let let me ask you about a, a couple of the local teams here who are in you know top twenty five matchups. Florida Gators hosting number eleven Tennessee. It's looking like we're, we're talking six and a half here, a total of fifty eight and a half. Do you like this game? I'm probably going to stay away from it. Sharp money coming in on Florida. Uh, now Tennessee hasn't won back to back games against Florida since oh three oh four. It's 20 years ago, last time I checked. So it's been a long time since they have won back-to-back games against Florida. My feeling here is that Tennessee probably wins this game by three or four. Uh, I would lean Florida with the points. I know Tennessee's offense didn't look great last week. Was that by design and not put a lot of things on tape of Florida? The problem for me with Florida and why I won't get to the window on them 
I'm not backing Graham Mertz. I'm just not, especially not against not against a team that can score like Tennessee can score. And you're asking Graham Mertz to be able to throw to keep you in a game. It's just a horrible, horrible formula. You know, if I was going to do it, I would never watch a second of that game. I'd turn on the TV. Uh, what's that game? Start at three? I turn uh, on. The- no, it's an evening game. ESPN. Oh. Oh, that's what I said. All right. So I'll turn on the TV about 945 and hope that the thing is close because I would I would drive myself absolutely insane watching that game. How about the Seminoles? Number three in the country at Boston College. I, I, you could probably make a case that the Seminoles are, are as impressive as anybody in the nation right now. Jazz, I've said this all week long. I said it on Twitter, X, whatever it's called, and I'll say it for your audience right now. Florida State is the best team in the country. It's not close right now. That defense is Georgia-level defense good. That's how good that for, – forget Jordan Travis in the offense for a second, which is scoring at will on everybody through two weeks. Uh, and that, that's not a slouch LSU defense. They're not great, but they're, they're, that's not a team you could easily put up 40 on. And they did rather easily. Most of that's because of their defense. I already locked in a bet on Florida State to win the national title at 9-1. to Once they get past Clemson, and they should get past Clemson, Clemson is better than people think, and the game is in Death Valley – but Florida State's defense is too good. Kate Klubnick is going to have a, a world of hurt coming at him. Um, they just have the makeup of every national championship type team you want. A mobile, fast quarterback who can make plays with his arms and his legs and a defense that comes at you for four quarters and suffocates the hell out of you. Florida State is the best team in the country. Boston College is awful. Absolutely awful. They probably should cover this number. Um but I just have no interest in a game with a number this big at this point in time without some other decided advantage. You know, and again, Florida State, too, is a, they have Clemson looming next week. Could be a look-ahead spot. Maybe they don't want to put anything on tape. They don't have to try that hard to beat this team. So there's a lot of variance there I can't really account for. But, yeah, Florida State, best team in the country. Lot likely going to the college football playoff and, and, and the national championship. Give me a couple of your best plays on Saturday, and then we'll get to the NFL. South Alabama plus seven and a half. Uh, Oklahoma State is a mess right now. I don't know if you guys have been following what's going on. Mike Gundy apparently has one foot out the door. Um, The only reason he's still there is because his son is one of three, count them, one, two, three quarterbacks that are playing every single week. Now, I backed Oklahoma State last week against Arizona State. More more a fade of Arizona State, and I was right, because Arizona State's not going to win four games this year, Uh, especially now that Colorado is good in the Pac-12. So um, beyond that, Uh, This team is a mess offensively. They're only averaging 5.1 yards per play, which is not a lot. Their passing game isn't that great. South Alabama kind of got schooled by Tulane in week one. I was on the Jaguars in that week, and I was on the wrong side of it. But um, they play fast. You know, they averaged some of the highest plays in the country last year, and they're doing it again this year. Oklahoma State's defense is nothing special. A little sprinkle here on the money line as well for South Alabama, but they covered this seven and a half. That's one of them. Um, Interesting game in the horseshoe here. Western Kentucky, plus 27 and a half against Ohio State. Now, Ohio State this year, (laughs) their offense is converting just 29% of their third down conversions. It's one of the worst in the country. Some of this may be by design. Why? Because, well, Ohio State has Notre Dame on deck next week. So you're going to look ahead spot there as well. But the Hilltoppers play fast. They have a quarterback who can throw. My biggest concern here is about how much they're going to be able to score against a good Ohio State defense. This Ohio State offense is not what it was last year, obviously, without C.J. Stroud. Things are just different. Um, they're only averaging 30 points a game through the first two games against two pretty weak opponents. I like the under in this spot here, under 64. This thing was bought up early um, when the number went, but I think we went too high here. I, I would just argue that 
the key number here is 24 for uh, for Western Kentucky. If this defense holds them to under 24, I don't think Ohio State scores 40. Not going to get involved with the spread because could Ohio State win this game? You know, 35 to to, to to you know to 20. Yeah, they could. You know, I mean, they they could absolutely cover the number. I'm sorry, 40 to 20 and absolutely cover the number. But uh, I just think the under comes in here. Both of these offenses won't get where they're supposed to go. I'll get right back to the conversation here in a second. But if you're in the market for a new car, maybe you can't decide where to go. Hey, that's not a problem. I'm sending you to the only car dealership I personally endorse. Yeah, we're talking North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. At North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, you're going to see the widest inventory of newest Subaru models on the market. Whatever you're looking for. Maybe you're looking for something spacious, an SUV for the family. Maybe you're just looking for a Subaru sedan for your daily commute. Whatever you're looking for, North Fort Lauderdale Subaru is sure to have the perfect model for you. At North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, we're talking the North Fort Lauderdale Subaru promise. That's guaranteed most money for your trade. Three-day exchange policy. You're out the door 90 minutes or less after you say yes. 100% credit approval. Lifetime vehicle warranty. You could shop right now. NFLSubaru.com. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, conveniently located on North Andrews Avenue, just north of Cypress Creek Road. The building you know and the place to go. NFLSubaru.com. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. All right. Let's uh, let's start for the NFL Let's start with the Dolphins. Number one, give me your thoughts on the Dolphins' performance. Not not gambling-wise, give me your thoughts on the Dolphins' performance. Tua in week number one, and then give me your thoughts on the Dolphins laying three Sunday night. I mean, everybody's saying the same thing is, is right, that the Dolphins' offense is going to be one of the best in the league this year. It's incredibly hard to slow down those receivers. Um, you're going to need a Herculean effort from your secondary. Moreover, what you really need more than anything is a pass rush that doesn't allow Tua more than three seconds to throw the ball. Because if he does, forget about it. There's just too much speed on the other side of the field. Uh, by the way, Jason Sanders almost cost me a fantasy win. Who cares about it? But still, <laughs> stupid extra point that he missed um, as he was my kicker almost cost me a win. Nonetheless, uh, I digress because I hate fantasy and I only play in one league. for. I've, only, I've been in the league for 20 years with all my oldest friends, and so I can't quit. I'm like, you know, I'd have to grandfather it down to my kids when, when they're old enough to play fantasy before I, I ever get out of it. Anyway. Back to the, the task at hand. I thought we were definitely going to lose, by the way. I thought we were definitely losing by a point after he missed that extra point. I'm not – you're not going to sell me on Miami's defense at any point in time until we get through six or eight weeks of football. I, I, I don't trust them. They're going to be content to play a ton of over games and try to outscore everybody, and that's fine. You know, they want to be the 99 Rams. Knock yourself out. Go ahead. Um but that defense can be a little bit of a liability. Will it be a liability against the, the Patriots offense? No. Despite the fact that Mac Jones threw for 315 yards last week and three touchdowns against an Eagles defense, that's supposed to be good. Um, I, I I hate going – we all still do this thing. Why is this number so short? We all just still do this thing because it's Bill Belichick and it's Foxborough and it's really hard to Tua's win. Tua's undefeated against Belichick. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that this, that's a narrative that you want to buy into anymore. Uh, as long as we have three – or less, I'll back the Dolphins. Uh, let's let me ask you a couple other of the AFC East games, the games that we keep an eye on. Jets, Cowboys. That's in the late slot on Sunday. Cowboys minus nine. What do you got there? Well, this game will be my best bet, probably not in the way you think of. So, if you want me to give it out now, I will. Yeah. If you want to keep the audience suspended, uh, best bet for the week: Jets, Cowboys under thirty-nine. And there is a lot of sharp money coming into this under, so you better move quick and grab it. I'm not even sure if there are thirty-nines out there left. Uh, but let's just look at this objectively. One, um, the Jets shut down a Bills offense that's probably better 
than the Cowboys offense, right? Like, I think it's fair to say the Bills offense at its peak is probably top two or three in the yep. league. Um, so they should have no trouble shutting down Dak and company. And and that Cowboys offense, look, it was a 40 to nothing game, but don't let the box score, don't, don't, don't let the main score fool you. The box score told you there was a block point, block field goal for a touchdown, a pick six. They kicked like four field goals in the game. They only scored two touchdowns. I, don't, I, I mean, you know, the, the fact of the matter here is simply is that the Cowboys offense did not play well against a mediocre Giants defense. They are not scoring more than 20 points in this game. And we know that the Jets, with Zach Wilson under center, um, are going to be somewhat limited offensively in what they're going to do. Cowboys still have a great defense. This is an absolute under game for me. This thing finishes 2017 max uh, at best, unless there's some quirky defensive or special teams touchdown like there was for the Jets on Monday night. As long as those are avoided, this thing easily stays under that total. And the other AFC East game I want to get to before you give me one or two of your other great plays for, for Sunday. Bills, big number, looks like eight and a half. Bills hosting the Raiders. Bills trying to avoid going 0-2. What do you think? Probably a huge bounce back spot, right, Uh, for Buffalo. A big number. I was kind of impressed with the Raiders, the way they played last week. A lot They were better than a lot of people thought they were going to be. That's for sure. Uh, I'm not to call me a glutton for punishment. I still don't want to sell my stock on Josh Daniels uh, and Jimmy Garoppolo yet uh, as, as a tandem. I, I think they're still pretty formidable. All Jimmy Garoppolo does is win football games. So it's going to be close. Um. You want to see alarm bells go off, watch the Bills win a field goal game against this team, and people in Buffalo will start to panic. Again, it's just I don't like laying big numbers in the NFL, so I'd probably lean on the dog here. But Buffalo, at least from a survivor standpoint, will advance and and survive. I should probably ask you here, for for those of us who are going to be chasing on Monday night, we got two Monday night football games. So give me some thoughts on those two games. We've got Saints-Panthers, and then we got also Browns and Steelers. I think the Browns-Steelers line is an overreaction to week one. I mean, when are the Steelers ever a home dog to Cleveland? Um, it just feels like the line is wrong. You know, I could see my, I could see plus one, but two and a half where we are right now. Um, again, Cleveland played very well, but they played against a team that's notoriously a slow starter in the Cincinnati Bengals because Zach Taylor's a terrible preparation coach, despite the fact that he had four weeks to get ready for them. That's number one. Um but what we saw out of Pittsburgh really kind of, you know, sent alarm bells up. This is why I don't watch the preseason because everybody told me how well Pittsburgh played in the preseason and Kenny Pickett and everything else. And I heard every, every sharp handicapper I know jump on Pittsburgh and then they got smoked by a good defense. Is the Cleveland Brown defense, the 49ers defense? No, it's not, but it's still really good. I still, again, I, I can't pass up a home dog in the division under a field goal here. I'd take the Steelers as far as the saints and, and Panthers, same I mean, thing, home dog in the division, same thing. Yeah, but the difference is here is that you don't have a competent quarterback um, yet, at least in Bryce Young. Um, and they don't necessarily have a ton of weapons the way Pittsburgh does on the outside, despite the fact Deontay Johnson is hurt. But still, uh, I, I this Carolina offense, um, if what we saw out of Atlanta's defense last week, if New Orleans duplicates that, yeah, I have a hard time believing Carolina gets past 17 or 20 in this game. I, I think the Saints offense will start to get better. Um, what the Saints have to do more than anything is keep their car clean. That front seven of Carolina is nasty and they're good. So uh, I would, again, don't lay points on the road within the division, but I would lean on the Saints here. It'll be a stay away for me, but I'd lean on the Saints. Do you have any other play on Sunday that I'm leaving out here? Bengals minus three against the Baltimore Ravens. Joe Burrow has not lost at home to the Ravens. He's three and one over his last four starts against them. 
He's performed particularly well. Lamar Jackson, on the flip side, has not played well against the Bengals in his career. Uh, Ten touchdowns, four interceptions in eight games, completed just 59% of his passes, and is averaging just 166 passing yards per game. Bengals, if there is a must-win team in week two, it's the Bengals because not only do they not want to fall to 0-2, they don't want to fall to 0-2 in the division. So this is a game here where the Bengals get right. Um, maybe a little, and, and oh, by the way, the Ravens are banged up to all high hell, mm-hmm. right? They, 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 they lost J.K. Dobbins. They've got injuries in the secondary, um, injuries to the O-line right now. That's not a healthy team going into week two. So give me the Bengals minus three. One more under that I'll look at, Denver and Washington. Two bad offenses and two really good defenses. Why would I not take the under? Sounds good. Mark, excellent job as always. Tell everybody how they can hear you, especially if they need some last-minute tips leading up to the weekend. Sure. Again, at Mark Zeno is the uh, Twitter X handle. And same thing on Instagram. Of course, check me out on Wager Talk YouTube channel, Sports Memo, uh, all across Sports Grid as well on for, for bet- betting information all across my sites. Awesome. Thank you, Mark. I appreciate it, man. Great yeah, job. Anytime, brother. Excellent job by Mark Zinno there. Always love having him on. And and now hopefully you're going to make the money. Now hopefully everybody knows what they're doing for this weekend and everyone's going to be happy when we talk again on Monday. Now, we gave you the plays, but you're probably saying to yourself now, Zaslow, I got to know, is it a big game or is it not a big game? Big game or not a big game, you know what I'm talking about. Big game or not a big game, every Friday, always brought to us by Brunt Insurance. Brunt Insurance, 954-589-2204. The only insurance agency I'm ever going to tell you. And that's because not only are you getting the best rate out there, not only are you getting the most comprehensive coverage, but I've been using Brunt Insurance for my homeowner's insurance for about 10 years now. Matter of fact, Brunt Insurance, since 2013... They specialize in home, auto, life insurance. If you're calling 954-589-2204, you're making the right call because you're getting the most affordable care and the best coverage out there. Their team at Brunt Insurance has the expertise and experience to find the right coverage for you. And you know what? That includes comprehensive policies for both trailers and motorhomes. That's right. Now, I get my homeowner's insurance from Brunt Insurance, But maybe you need car insurance. Maybe you're not happy with your boat insurance. Hey, Brunt Insurance has got you covered all throughout the entire state. They have offices throughout the state of Florida. So if you're calling 954-589-2204 from up in Pensacola or all the way down south in the Keys. That's right. Brunt Insurance, they know the area you're calling from. They're going to make sure you're covered properly. You don't need to wait up at night staring at the ceiling saying, oh my God, Do I have the right type of insurance? Brunt Insurance makes the confusing crystal clear. 954-589-2204. Go to bruntinsurance.com. Let's get to big game or not a big game. So we start out tonight. 640. Bally Sports, Florida. Atlanta Braves. At your Miami Marlins. This is a monster game for the Marlins. It's a monster series for the Marlins. The Braves practically never lose. We're getting to do or die time. There's only a couple weeks left in the regular season. Braves at Marlins tonight. 
That's a big game. Yes, that's a big game. All right, now let's get to the good stuff. Saturday, 12 p.m., ABC, number three, Florida State at Boston College. So Florida State's ACC game, they've jumped to number three because of Alabama's loss last week. FSU looking like the real deal. And that's not just because Clemson, not even ranked anymore Clemson, FSU looking like the real deal, kicking the shit out of teams. You saw what they did to LSU week one. Last week, obviously, they win by a ton. Now you got Boston College first ACC game of the season. FSU at Boston College, not a big game. Yes, it's obviously on the road, but still, if you're the third-ranked team in the country, you're playing at BC, FSU should kick the shit out of them. So I got to go not a big game. Big game or not a big game? Saturday, 5 p.m., Apple Plus, Inter-Miami at Atlanta United. That's right. Inter-Miami, is Messi going to be with the team? It doesn't look like he is. I don't know for sure right now. But Inter-Miami coming off a great win last weekend at Sporting Kansas City 3-2, a game that they really dominated. Inter-Miami goes into tomorrow's game. They are six points back of D.C. United for that ninth and final playoff spot. Atlanta United is sixth right now. Inter-Miami kicked the shit out of Atlanta United in the League's Cup Tournament 4-0. You remember, I think it was the second game maybe that Messi played with them. Inter-Miami, six points back of the final playoff spot. Seven points back of the eighth spot, which is held by Montreal right now. And Inter-Miami has a couple games in hand on DC United. It's starting to feel like they could do this. They could actually make the postseason. So, Inter-Miami at Atlanta United, especially without Messi. If they could pick up a win there, holy crap, it's so on. Inter-Miami at Atlanta United. That's a big game. Big game or not a big game. Saturday, 7 p.m. ESPN. Number 11, Tennessee at Florida Gators. Tennessee coming off of an easy win last week at home against Austin P. The Florida Gators, one and one. Gators defense looks hot. I mean, Gators, Gators won by like 100 points last weekend. The week before, they lost 24-11 at Utah. But the Gator defense is looking good. So you know what? I think we're going to learn something about the Florida Gators here this weekend. I don't expect them to win. But if this defense looks impressive against Tennessee, all right, you maybe got something to feel good about. Plus, Tennessee-Florida, great rivalry. It's a night game at the Swamp, one of the best atmospheres in college football. Number 11, Tennessee at Florida. That's a big game. Big game or not a big game? Let's get to some NFL. Sunday, 1 p.m., CBS. The Las Vegas Raiders at Buffalo Bills. The Raiders, they're 1-0 to start this season. They get a win over Denver. Denver stinks. The Buffalo Bills, they're 0-1 to start the season. They lost in heartbreaking fashion at the Aaron rodgers list Jets. Josh Allen, terrible, took the blame for the loss on Monday Night Football at the Jets. The Raiders, can the Raiders start 2-0? Oh? 
Can the Bills start 0-2? This is a game the Dolphin fan is keeping a very close eye on because for a Bills team that had storylines going into the season, as far as their quarterback and wide receiver relationship, if the Bills don't win on Sunday and Josh Allen continues his turnover issues, Buffalo Bills could have a major problem on their hands. Raiders at Bills. That's a big game. Big game or not a big game. Sunday, 425. CBS. New York Jets at Dallas Cowboys. The Jets, can they start 2-0? Dallas is coming off a 40-0 win over the New York Giants on Sunday night football. Okay, all I hear about the Jets is great running game, great defense. I think the Cowboys are going to kick the shit out of them, and that Cowboy defense is going to do a number on Zach Wilson. So any feel-good about the idea that the Jets can possibly compete because their defense and their running game minus Aaron Rodgers... I think that comes to a crashing halt this Sunday afternoon. I think the Cowboys roll easily in this one. Jets at Cowboys. That's a big game. You know the Dolphin fan is looking for a Jet loss there and to make fun of them another week. All right, one more game for you here. What's it going to be? Sunday, 8-20, NBC. That's the national broadcast company. Miami Dolphins at the New England Patriots. Mac Jones, worst quarterback in the NFL. Can the Dolphin defense get on track? If Mac Jones carves up this Dolphin defense, I'm going to look so stupid come Monday morning. Tua, is he going to pick apart a Patriot defense? You know, I don't know if you know this. Tua owns the Patriots. Tua owns Belichick. Tua is 4-0. Against the New England Patriots. He owns Bill Belichick. Dolphins, can they start 2-0 and get a divisional win? Can we send the Patriots to 0-2? The answer to that is yes. Dolphins at Patriots. That's a big game. And that right there is another edition of Big Game or Not a Big Game. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. Before we let you go here, guys, we're wrapping up today's show. Hey, maybe you're wrapping up your day wherever you are. Maybe it's time to go to sleep. I don't know what you're doing, but if it is time to go to sleep, you're not going to have the best sleep unless you're sleeping on the softest sheets. You know I'm talking about sheets and giggles. That's right. Sheets and giggles, sustainable eucalyptus sheets. They're naturally softer, cooler, more breathable than anything you've ever slept on. The Zaslow family, all of us, we have sheets and giggles. Those are the bed sheets we use now and forever. Since sheets and giggles jumped on board Zaslow Show 2.0 about four or five months ago, you may see me on youtube.com slash at Zaslow showing like, wow, Zaslow, you look so well rested. You look so good. Why is that? It's because I'm now one of over 100,000 Americans who are sleeping on sheets and giggles. It's one less thing I have to worry about. The only place that I ever have to go now to get my bed sheets, sheetsgiggles.com. My man Colin, the founder and CEO of Sheets and Giggles, he did it. He did it. We're all having the best sleeps of our lives now. And if you're not getting sheets and giggles sheets for your bed just yet you're not getting the best kind of sleep sheetsgiggles.com again sheetsgiggles.com fun show today everybody like i said today was a little bit different so we don't have 
big deal or not a big deal today, because like I said, you're listening to this right now, I'm in Dallas! I, I, I recorded this show yesterday! I hope everybody enjoyed today's show. Mark Zinno, excellent earlier, he gave us the winning plays. You got the big games and the not big games, the big movies, the not big movies. Hey, Canes last night, I, as, as of right now, I don't know if they won, but... I, I, I gotta assume they beat the shit out of Bethune-Cookman. I, I certainly hope so. Sound really stupid right now if they didn't. Hey, thanks to everybody for listening to this show today. I hope you all have a great weekend. A new episode of It's Still Real to Me. That's my wrestling podcast. Available everywhere you get Zaslow Show 2.0 as well. It pops up on the weekends there. We're gonna do it on Sunday this weekend, all right? So pro wrestling fans, you wanna look out for that. Thanks to everybody who helped put together a great show today. Can't do it without your support. Can't do it without your help. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 on Monday. Go with that.